2: and many democrats are cheering the bipartisan deal on infrastructure Uh, we've uh, had the discussion yesterday is a deal a deal or is it just the beginning of a conversation Uh, we have uh, multiple things going on there and so we need to just before we jump into all the cheering we uh, we better just reconsider think you know the news of the day think again well, as we have been reporting, uh, the uh, of course, the deal that was announced last week and sort of walked back and then linked to a reconciliation bill and then delinked. Uh, there's a, a lot of confusion, a lot of conversations going on in terms of infrastructure, what it is, what it isn't, what is the deal, what is not. And to help us break it all down, uh, really pleased to be uh, joined on the program today by Brian Riedel. He's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. He's uh, been with us on the program before. Great experience Uh, and has been in the middle of the middle of a lot of these kind of budget and spending policy pieces, uh, both for his former boss, uh, Senator Rob Portman from Ohio, uh, who was also part of uh, a lot of these deal conversations. Uh, Brian, a a lot of folks' heads are spinning. The headlines are easy to read, but the underlying stuff is kind of hard to understand. Where are we on all of this?
1: Well, right now, we're in limbo. Uh, the The president is trying to seemingly walk back the veto threat he made on his own deal last last Thursday but without angering the the Democrats and the left and Nancy Pelosi who are adamant that they're going to hold to his veto threat, in which again the president essentially threatened to veto his own deal unless he gets Everything Republicans just spent a month negotiating out of the deal. <laughs>
2: uh, so, so this is my ultimate question. This was always uh, when I was back there in D.C. It was always okay. Did did someone just go to great pains to tell us that they are going to begrudgingly give us the sleeves off of their vest? <laughs> have the have the Republicans <laughs> just been given some sleeves from the Democrats?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think Republicans. I'm, I'm hoping they got tricked. That's the, that would actually make them more blameless than, than whether or not they knew what they were doing going in. I mean, just to recap, President Biden wanted a $4 trillion infrastructure deal. Republicans made a deal that said, we will give you the $600 billion you've requested for traditional hard infrastructure, roads, bridges, power lines we will give you the $600 billion you requested for that and even help you come up with pay-fors and give you bipartisan cover as long as you don't do the other part of it. That was, that was the deal. Democrats said yes and then said, but as part of the deal, we're actually going to do the other $3.4 trillion at the same time in a separate bill. <laughs> so if that is the case, what, did, what was the point of the negotiations? If Democrats are going to get the whole $4 trillion anyway— then I don't understand what the point is of Republicans sitting down and negotiating a deal that ultimately gives the Democrats everything they want.
2: Yeah, exactly. And uh, for the Democrats to do all of that through the reconciliation process where they won't need a single uh, vote, so they don't need to negotiate anything. They don't need to have any compromise because they can do it all through reconciliation in the end. Uh, I want to shift just a little bit. You wrote a piece that, uh, this past week uh Mm-hmm. That uh, to me really got to something that we 're not talking about at all uh, in this in this whole focus on infrastructure, and that is the cost of infrastructure and why it is so crazy expensive and what are we missing there
1: yeah what Congress is really good at doing is just throwing money at problems without reforming the underlying problem. We have the most expensive slowest-built bureaucratic infrastructure in the world. Um, The return on federal investment is only 5% compared to 10% of the private sector. Um, The Davis-Bacon Act, the prevailing wage law, raises costs by 22%. Our subways cost four times the world average to build. The cost of of building interstate highways quadrupled between 1960 and 1990 and has quadrupled since. The environmental statements that are required before you can break ground can take 17 years. What's Congress doing about that? Are they just going to throw more money at it? Of course. As a matter of fact, under the Biden proposal, the cost of infrastructure would actually become more expensive. Um, so not only are they not doing anything about this, he has provisions that would raise the cost even further and create even more regulations. My thought is if we're gonna spend a trillion dollars on infrastructure, perhaps we should, you know, make sure we get more bang for the buck and, 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 and not have more fiascos.
2: Yeah. In fact maybe we gotta spend the first trillion if we're gonna spend a Several trillion. Let's spend the first trillion (laughs) getting the cost down and uh, getting this thing figured out. We have always said we've had governors here in the state of Utah for decades now uh, who have who have regularly said, look, give us give us half as much. Give us 25 percent of what you would normally give us. We can we can do more with 25 percent of what the federal government would give us. Uh, on our own as a state, than uh, trying to do it with all the money that uh, that comes with all the strings attached, all the time that it takes, Davis Bacon wages, all of those kinds of things that just ramp the cost. You know, if we if we want to get steel and concrete rolling, uh, there's uh, there's clearly a uh, federalism approach to all of this that uh, could be more efficient, more effective.
1: Yeah, I mean Washington just piles so much red tape and so many regulations. If we did what Europe did and Canada did, we could do this stuff for a third of the cost. You know, my my favorite example is the environmental impact statements. Uh, There was one recently that took 25 years. It was to build a southeast regional train through North Carolina and South Carolina. It was proposed in 1992, and they finished the environmental report in 2017. Wow. 25 years. Compare that to, you know, when, you know, I I think back to when the, the Empire State Building was built in 410 days. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and now you need twenty five years just to do the environmental impact statement. You take a look at what 's going on up west in California, where the the light rail that was supposed to cost twenty five billion dollars is now going to be one hundred billion and they 're only going to cover one fifth of that area from from Los Angeles to san francisco why don 't we fix that first why don 't we why don 't we fix the system and get more bang for the buck first before we just Away more money, and I agree with you. Uh, Utah can do a lot better without the federal micromanagement. A lot of this stuff is coming from Washington. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Great insight as always, Brian Riedel, senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Uh, great insight, and really important to get us focused. Not just on the the, the deal part of this is is frustrating enough, but then to start looking at the actual cost and the pace. Uh, at which we do infrastructure is uh, really stunning. But, uh, Brian, appreciate your insight. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank, thank you.
2: All right, so those are some some real crucial things for us to think about. Not only just what this deal is and isn't, and did the Democrats just give the Republicans the sleeves off their vest, and they're going to do it all through reconciliation with no bipartisanship in the end. But to me, the real question, the thing we've got to think again about, and what Brian raises is this idea that it costs way too much and takes way too long to get the infrastructure done and done right uh maybe a federal block grant uh, to the states without all the strings attached would put more steel and concrete in the ground get internet service to more places and get the infrastructure that we actually need in the country uh, to move everything forward think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News
1: Radio